Between Two Beers allows you to tap into the wisdom of some great humans as they tell their stories. So pour yourself a new potty and make yourself at home with Between Two Beers. Cheers. Michael Jordan was basically walking down the hallway getting held up by two of his, you know, people, and he was done. And that was the game where he hit the winning buzzer shot. So we sort of crossed in the hallway, and it was just sort of one of those, well, if it was now, you'd be snapping away like yeah. social media. New episodes every Sunday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Jerry, when you start the podcast, mm-hmm. go, um, let's get busy t-shirts. Let's and then get it, busy t-shirts. Yeah, oh, and, then yeah. It, and then it'll um, advertise the let's get busy t-shirts that are on sale now yeah. at mrvincent.co.nz Mr. Yeah. or okay, just give me, 40 bucks. Bit, give me a bit of yeah. space there, Mashi, yeah. will you? Yeah. How much are they, sorry? 40 bucks. 40 bucks. They're only 40 bucks. Pretty Good t-shirt. Would it kill them to be 39.95? Yeah, apparently it would. Really? Apparently it was going to kill someone if, we, if they went 39.95. Apparently someone was going to get killed. How much were you making off those? Because huge markups, I can only imagine, right? We've got big money coming in on those. Well, we've sold... 250 yeah and we get $2 per t-shirt sold for for to cut to between the four of us do we yeah i think Rude, i think Rude, no i think Rude is on 40 do you know what i realized recently <laughs> is that i thought there was money in fact like jesus t-shirts are actually quite expensive to make yeah like, hey, did I, you just, like, I thought we could make them for like five bucks each i know it turns out they, they cost can't. 20 bucks 25 bucks 30 bucks to make them hey um hey did you guys notice i just noticed something you know that sold out live show we did at the q theater did you notice? Did anyone get paid? Did you get paid for that machine? No, I didn't get paid for that. Did you get paid, Jerry? No. Ruda? I did a 40 minute acoustic set afterwards. Um, didn't get paid. Paid for my parking. Have now lost the receipt, so can't claim oh, it. No. What a, oh, no. Did you get paid, so, Matt? No, I didn't get paid either. Oh, that, was, that was the right answer. Because isn't it normally when you, you sell a bunch of tickets and you have a sell out show that's. Yeah. Are we being hoodwinked? So hold on for a second. Where did, where, that, where did, did that money go? Where did the money go? Where did. Where did the money go? No wonder. No wonder. The CEO was in was backstage congratulating oh, us. Yeah. And management were there yeah. patting us on the back because we were just what, they were collecting receipts. We're just monkeys, aren't we? Don't forget the sales team that was there as well, mate. So that's what you got to bloody organise those things in advance, though. You can't say. But I just assumed if you do a live show, the money's generated. You know, because I played in bands for a lot of times, and, and the basic thing was you put on a show, people turned up and paid, and some of that money ended up sort of coming your way. Do you know what never, we never did is when we finished that show, we never took a second to go, we never even really spoke about it or like, you know, have you thought about that for a second? Like we were so, it was so much going on that we ended up just getting straight on the ways and there were people out on, in the green room and we were straight on it. We never really spoke about if it was good or not amongst ourselves. Did we all have fun? Did we all enjoy it? I was good. Yeah, you were good. I was good. I'll give you that. Really, you were good on the. Yeah, well, I think Jerry I was, everyone was really good. Jerry was okay, but at one point he had, had too many nangs and he lost consciousness. And like, I can't give you ten out of ten if, for a percentage of the time you're on stage, you're unconscious. Do you get you get that? And I don't I don't mean any disrespect by that, but you know that you can't. Yeah. You sort of rule yourself out of a perfect score if you slam three nangs on stage and and drift out of consciousness yeah, and sit yeah. on the couch with your eyes rolled back in your head. Yeah, I'm happy with that because uh, I still had the experience of having nangs in front of an audience who were laughing. And I'll take that away. I mean, I'll take that for the rest of my life. I'll never forget that moment. That's one of the best moments in my life. Seriously, it's up there. Next time, can we hire someone externally to do AV? Because I was very focused on AV. And it's just hard when you're trying to pound wines. And I I wanted a nang as well. Mate, that was your job. Well, what would you be doing if you weren't doing that? Uh, Sitting on stage jerking off? (laughs) No. That's something for the 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 mums and dads. Hang on. Something for the mums. No, she wouldn't be bad. Some of the dads would like it too. It'd be good. I'd like if we're going to have Mash on stage jerking off. Can we like have a curtain so I don't have to look at it? But so it's just for the mums. And actually, we sell tickets. So 
The mums just go down one aisle. Yeah, so I, I know what I mean. So you have a yeah, split, yeah, a split right. crowd. Okay. But also, you know, one of those little, like a, you know, do you remember <laughs> bakeries back in the day when you were a kid? And they used to they used to put a little, Topical. almost like a curtain, like a, but it was a half curtain and it used to go around the front window. Yeah, that's right. What was that for? It was just to stop the sun getting in and, oh, and yeah. doing something to the, and they'd sometimes they'd put, put the curtain up. After the store was shut sometimes, but it was just a half curtain. You could just have a little half curtain around you, Mesh, around your downstairs. So does it? Does the half curtain go around my waist or like around No, around you. Me, like like where I'm Give me enough time so you've got a bit of movement in the and, hand. Any content to kind of get me going, like a, a Playboy mag or something? Sure. Yeah. Sure. Hey, you um, can, you, can you bring up my computer, the sound of my computer? Yeah, of course I can. What's up? Trust me everywhere. This is Johnny. Come on, Barbie, let's go party. Because mm. I'm is, in a Barbie. This is a. Um, this is a. I'm a Barbie girl. In a Barbie Johnny Cash AI. I knew it was AI. But it sounds good, doesn't it? You can get Johnny Cash to sing anything. It's not bad for AI, is it? It's good. <laughs> anyway. Oh, come on, Barbie, let's go party. Because I'm in a Barbie world. It's actually a pretty good song. It's quite good. I quite like that song. Yeah. Do you guys find like Barbie quite sexy? Uh, only when you've pulled her head off. And Excuse me? Did you never pull, get your jollies pulling heads off Barbies and then... Um, what, what are you, some kind of sicko? And then worming them into your back passage. Why are you some kind of sicko? Hang on, so you get your jollies by... Did you guys not? I used to bite the feet of my sister's Barbies. I used to bite the feet oh, yes. of my sister. What, are you some kind of sicko? Did, did you used to bite <laughs> the feet of Nice texture. What the fuck is going on? Can we start this podcast? Oh, can I just say, oh, before yeah. we start the podcast, we came from an impoverished family, so we only had Cindy dolls. Yeah. My, my sister's only had Cindy's or Sandy's. Sure. Sure. Sorry, impoverished. Thoughts yeah. and prayers. Jesus, that must be yeah, I could see you, you really went without. Right, we're gonna okay. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break and then come back and start the podcast. <laughs> we haven't even started yet. Yeah, let's take a break and we'll be back with the podcast. 90% of parenting is just thinking about when you can have a break. And when you do take a break, enjoy the Parenting Hangover podcast. They go together like a tutu and jandals. We've said from the get-go, we ain't parenting experts. No. But it's cool to hear, what is your neighbour doing? What do they say? A problem shared is a problem halved. Oh, that's good. Not that my children are problems, or a, but I feel better talking about it. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back with the podcast. Remember what you have to say, Jeremy. Let's get busy. T-shirts out T-shirts now. on. Oh, you've ruined my life. <laughs> it's because you left such a massive old man's nappy in there. That was the oh, Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Let's get busy. Oh, the Platinum get- Series. Series of interviews. With. I thought you guys could interview me today. Today on the Platinum Series series of interviews is a handsome man from North Canterbury. Jeez. Who was born and raised in the South and managed to find his way up here. How do you think people of the South feel about that, Mish? It's not You weren't that far South. No, you're right. I was in North Canterbury, I suppose. Yeah. Kyle Boy. Shout outs. Do you ever think it's weird? Like, I often have this thought, you know, like whenever you see the shape of New Zealand, you go... 
it's so burnt into our consciousness these this random sort of shape of islands and for some i mean easily the south island could be a different country from the north island if if politics had been different and and you know there's this country smaller than stewart island like we could have all been different countries but when you're in if you're from germany if you're from like an almost landlocked country do you remember the exact shape of the borders of your country that have just been sort of oh. arbitrary like if, oh. like if, if you threw up the shape of i don't know luxembourg or if yeah. you threw up the shape of France. I mean, obviously Italy, but that's a bit different. It's a boot. That's out. Um, I, no, I think people do. I think yeah. people do generally do know the shape of their country. Hey, imagine if New Zealand. Does, what, do you think it'd be better or worse if New Zealand was the South Island was colonised by the French, like it nearly was, and the North Island was colonised by the English? Do you think it would be better or worse, New Zealand? I don't know. If we, it'd be really interesting, wouldn't it? Well, so so you got sort of Akaroa vibes in in the South Island. Yeah, and um. Imagine that, and the French, all the French cuisine and stuff of the South Island. So the South Island had, was, they spoke French, people spoke French and, and English. Yeah. And well, then in, in the North Island, you'd end up speaking French as well in the North Island because you're so close to. Well, could, but you know, like you go, when you go to parts of New Zealand, they've got the gun turrets that were for the Russians that they thought were coming. So the Russians were coming for the longest time. And one of the main reasons why the, um, the chiefs wanted to sign the Treaty of Waitangi was to um, protect them from the Russians that they thought were coming. Isn't that interesting? Imagine if the Russians, imagine if... I did not know that. Imagine if... But it doesn't have to be a South Island or North Island. You could have half the South Island with a border. Like, you think about Scotland and England. Yeah. They've had walls up there, like Hadrian's Wall, because they've fought and fought and fought in, a, in an area about the same size of the South Island forever between Scotland and England, just constantly at war. Walls, people dying, fighting constantly. So you could have had bottom of the South Island Russian... Yeah. Then French, and then English in the North Island. Imagine that. That could have been so freaking different. Mm. I guess. And then, and then we would have a then, lot of problems. Would we play rugby against like would the would the English part of the country play rugby against the French part of the country? Yeah, well, be heck different, of a, different countries. Heck of a yeah. tri series, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Jeez, yeah. I, I can imagine that the population because 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 you've seen what's happened. Like you know, so people talk about people rushing off to Australia constantly, but. That I, I saw this documentary in New Zealand. It's one of the most insane things. How many people live in Auckland compared to the rest of the country in terms of you know people per square kilometre? Uh, imagine that. Like if you've got the Russian country at the bottom of South Island, like behind, and it, it would be if it had stayed behind the Iron Curtain or something. Yeah, I don't. Man, know. I don't, wouldn't want Russia being in charge. Yeah. Do you guys ever think about just actually the sheer small? Well, sheer few people that actually live in New Zealand yeah, compared to a size like yeah, we are a tiny country. I got a theory on this. No one is fucking here. There's do no you reckon? Here. Do you reckon that your country, that if you have a smaller amount of people in your country, you have a greater ownership of it? So you've got so like as a New Zealander because we're one of five million, right? So I've got a five millionth of New Zealand. Mm -hmm. So I feel a stronger connection because I have a greater shareholding right. than say one three hundred millionth. So if you're an American, yeah, you don't quite have the same connection to your country. Maybe, but they seem to have more of a connection to their country than we do. Yeah, I've not really thought about it like that. But, well, they, but they, they they do the Pledge of Allegiance. A lot of what America realised when it was 50 states, because when it started off, even the, the 17, when they, when they had the um, Revolutionary War, the 17 wasn't their states to start with in America, on the East Coast, right, before, the, before they went West, right? So... Even then, they were very disparate and hated each other. Yeah. So they really went hard, eh, with the United States. Just th this was a clear thing to make them so patriotic. Because you're like, if we're going to hold 50 states together, or originally 17, or however many it was, 
you have to just hammer the flag, hammer the Pledge of Allegiance and just really get it into people's heads that they're the same country because otherwise people in New York are going, I don't have a lot to do with people from Texas. We like a different country. I think the same thing was happening in Russia as well with the USSR where you had some people speaking completely different languages with entirely different cultures. I mean, some Russian people are essentially Chinese. Yeah, yeah. And some are basically Northern Europeans. Yeah. And some of them are Mediterranean, um, you know, Europeans. You know what's happening in Ukraine at the moment with... Vladimir Putin, I was thinking about this yesterday, and everyone's like, we need to get rid of Putin, Putin's terrible, Putin's the worst thing in the world. How much, this is a terrible situation that you get with geopolitics, how much worse would the world be if we got rid of Putin? It would be an absolute disaster. So the USSR would become, well, USSR, Russia, would be in turmoil, because you've got a dictator that's running, running that system. The whole system would collapse. Very, very seldom does a dictator fall and a better person take over. No, this is the thing. What It's always the situation generally with, with dictators is it's better the devil you know. Yeah. And it's no good that he's invading Ukraine. It's no good that this dictator's... Well, look at what happened with Saddam Hussein when they deposed him. It caused so many because, problems. Because in a way, if something settles, it's because a lot of things have been settled and so you unravel it all. It would cause economic... If you're going to destroy something or take something down, you better have something better to replace it. Yeah. And you better have a plan in place. But can they you never imagine do. what would happen to Russia? Yeah. It would fall into the hands of some really, really well, crazy people. The most likely thing is if Putin goes down that there's more extreme people. Well, wasn't there that situation? Who was who was the bloke? I'm listening to a podcast at the moment about Nazi Germany and between the time of about 1900 and 1935. Stalin. Pre-Hitler, the... In, in, in Germany. In Germany. What's um, the fucking name? Oh, yeah. the, the, um, Similar situation is in people were yeah. quite worried about him and there were some issues going on and he liked to act out here and there and then all of a sudden he goes and then Hitler comes along. Well, and, I mean, Hitler was, of course, the reason that Hitler emerged was because of what happened in World War One. Right? World, World War II right, yeah. wouldn't have existed without World War One, and the, what happened with the League of Nations and the reparations that Germany was made to pay after world war one and that bankrupted the country and created insane nationalism and hitler rose out of that and he also took it personally right because his father died in world war one and thought that well he was in world war one hitler and his father died in it or his father died during it i know he was austrian hitler that was the interesting thing yeah that was he's austrian but austrians and and germans (coughs) you know they're part of the austro-hungarian empire so what was hitler anti-semitic was he sorry we've gone off Killed here. Um, was he because of the First World War and the and the way that Germany crashed post World War One? He thought that had something to do with. I think the economy used, went Jewish. I think there was there was just a general feeling across Europe that was sli- slightly anti-Semitic. Okay, because the, the Jewish people did quite well and they often got blamed for things because they were different and heavily Christian countries and they weren't. You know, you know, it was a religious thing, but it also was a. A sort of financial thing where they seem to do quite well. They're involved in, in banking, banking, and and, and, and oh, stuff right. like that. And so they would. There was just a blanket around the across the world, pretty much um, anti-Semitism. But in Germany, when the economy totally, you know, the Nazis just amped that up for power. Basically, said this is all, all right. your fault now. You know, like because that's what you do if you want power. You make you divide people and say these people are missing you. The reason why this yes. is happening is because of these people, yeah, yeah. not for the real reasons. It's like, because because then people can personify it. So like, all my problems are because of these people. It doesn't even have to have much logic behind it. I mean, people do that even even now. 
I mean, this is absolutely not the same level or, or anything like it. But say for the the, the Green Party's currently trying to get votes and get in yeah. by saying the reason why you don't have any money is because these 311 families or whatever they keep bringing up have got this much money right. in New Zealand. So, it's kind of it's I think and I think it just it starts off with a little a little thing and and I think with the Nazis start off with a little thing and then they then it was successful for them yeah. and then successful for them and then and you see those shots of um Jim Parliament the first time the Nazis were elected in they had like five of them sitting in their uniforms in the mm. chamber like if you imagine Parliament in New Zealand and suddenly there's five MPs dressed in uniforms and then there was then there was you know seventeen. And then there was, you know, and then, and then by, you know, by by the time they took over, everyone was in a Nazi uniform. That's, that's that was the terrifying yeah. thing. But it's because they got success with blaming everything on the, on yeah. the and, on and the, the German economy was in a terrible way because of these reparations. And then, and they were having to borrow a huge amount of money. They had hyperinflation. Inflation. We think we've got inflation problems in New Zealand. It was crazy. But then what Hitler did was he militarized the com- uh, country, which it wasn't allowed to do. So Germany, part of the agreement after World War One, was that they weren't allowed to have a military. But Hitler secretly just started building arms and was employing lots of people, manufacturing arms, built up that industry, used German technology and the industry. And then all of a sudden the country started doing quite well. And so people were like, well, this guy's actually... Things were really bad in Germany. They were bad after World War One, And then this guy came along, and people may not have agreed with his ideology in some sections... But then they thought, but he's actually done quite a good thing for the economy. I've got a job now. I've got food. I can feed my family. Because so that's how it started. And they didn't know exactly. The but but they think um, exactly what was going on. They, they think that potentially at the height of Nazidom, you know, like just before nineteen thirty nine. Yeah, just before the World War around that time when you know that still they only had quite a small percentage. And, and you know, like I'm reading this book called The New Bohemians, and it's talking about it's about these people who were in Germany at the time. And were and a lot of people were against the Nazis, but you just couldn't speak out. What are you going to do? Yeah, yeah. So, so if you'd actually they done, shut all that down, if you had an honest opinion poll of how many people actually supported what was going on, some people think it was as little as 30 percent. But you just couldn't not be in public, yeah, right. actively, fully supporting it, or else you literally your family would get. They'd send people around, smash up your shop, smash up your house, kill your the family. Gestapo. Yeah. Talking about this, I was actually going to recommend because people will message in saying. How, where do I hear more about this? There's a podcast that you boys both listen to, and it's called The Rest is History. There's four podcasts that have recently come out on Nazi Germany. It's fucking fascinating shit, that podcast. You listen to it a lot, Jerry, and I know, Matt, you're nerd out on yeah history yeah. podcasts as much as you can as well. I, 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 I love a bit of that stuff. It's amazing how much is going on. We don't really, we just have these broad strokes of what has happened in history. Yes. We've got such a small memory, yeah, and because yeah. even like if you, even you think about World War, I always think about like say the Beatles in the sixties or whatever. That that was so close to World War Two. So you oh s- yeah, totally. Yeah, that feels weird now. So oh, that was I that was thought about that it was that only way. fifteen years, sixteen years after World War Two finished. So that would be like two thousand and what five now? Yeah. So seven. 2007, 2007, yeah, even closer. So that's quite, that doesn't seem that long ago to me. So yeah, those guys were massively shaped by that. But also, how much of the world was shaped after World War One? Like the way that they divided things up after World War One, and then what happened in Germany, and then what happened in World War Two, and the way things were divided up after World War Two in terms of communism and Russia taking on a whole lot of, a whole lot of communist states, turning them communist, like. There's some there's some that people there, there's some people changed everything in the there's, world. There's some people, and if you listen to some historians, they say that World War One never ended. 
So World War One just kept going, and the the things that the oh, what was happening, and then the it went Middle East got yeah. divided up. I mean, and the problems that we're having in the Middle East now, we divided it was all divided up by the Allies in, in 1915, and then 19, again in 1945, and as a result, tr- the tribal issues that have been going on in the Middle East, you know, intense. Look at Palestine. The fact that we set up the state of Israel after World War, Israel didn't exist before 1945. And, that, that, and yeah, so that people say that, like if you if you look at everything that's happened ever ever since, especially in the 20th century, but also leaking over into the 21st century, they, um, it's just all the same stuff. It's all the same problems, the same mm. ructions. Yeah. So if you go back to what we're talking about at the top, sorry, Jerry, to take it off about Putin and stuff like that. So what, how do you even get rid of someone like Putin? Well, you can't get rid of well, someone like Putin. Well, that's uh, the thing, right? Um, but he will eventually disappear, obviously. Everyone dies. But he's not going to go down without a fight. My concern around Putin is that he will become so crazed and is so terrified to lose control because as soon as he loses control, he will be killed. Mm. That will be the end of him because he's done so much killing and stuff himself. So he's going to be killed. He knows that and he'll possibly be killed in a really horrific way. So he's scared. And when he's scared, if he thinks, well, I'm going to die anyway, I might as well take some people with me. My concern is around how many nuclear weapons Russia has and what he can do with nuclear weapons because we've sort of forgotten due to people are worried about global warming all sorts of these issues they're not really worried about the fact that there are thousands and thousands of nuclear warheads currently active ready to go at the push of one button the entire world can be destroyed on both sides because if you fire them at america or you fire them somewhere in europe europe can then fire back we'll be, and we'll be sweet as danny we'll just make battle trucks <sighs> Yeah, maybe. Up, boys. Remember, remember the You'd be better off than you would be over there. But at New, the same nuclear, time. Win- nuclear winters aren't so good, apparently. No, but um, but also that whole kind of thing <laughs> with Putin and and like I like what he did in the Ukraine is fucking evil, hundred percent. But also we kind of forget from our perspective that so NATO is basically America, and yeah. you know, NATO is America, and you, you know it's the North Atlantic um, <clears throat> treaty organization. Okay. Treaty organization. Hmm. So that'd be like if. You know, even if Russia signed a security pact with Australia, right, we'd be like, oh, shit, it's right beside us. You know, or if um, if Canada signed up with China um, in terms of American situation, we kind of forget being as in the weird place we are in the world, which is completely surrounded by water in the middle of nowhere. Over in Europe, your enemies are just in the next country. You know, like, like NATO's, Russia's here, and China's just on the other side of Russia, and they've been having wars for a long time. And they're all they're they're just it's kind of going back to what I was saying before about the countries and the lines. Yeah. It's like it'd be we don't have any idea of what that would be like, you know, like we we yeah, like so you can get into a you can get in a car in in you know <clears throat> France or or uh, the Netherlands and just drive all the way to China. Yeah, you know, like you can just drive everywhere. I thought the tensions between like Pakistan and Bangladesh yeah. and India and those yeah. kind of things, and the fact that they're just yeah, hang on, that you go, you just there's lines between you guys. Yeah, and that's the Some, only thing. someone's decided a line well, and the, it bends the, around. And things. those lines keep changing. Well, the, I West, the West, <laughs> yeah, decided <laughs> these lines based yeah. around thousands of years of tribal activity, and then we went, yep, this is where the line's going to go because it suits us. Yeah. yeah, and that's kind of the yeah. same thing with Saddam Hussein. And you go, well, he was an absolute asshole, but he, he at, at least, and I'm not defending the guy, but he was holding that country together yeah. from all those factions and you needed someone as powerful and strong as him. They used to call well, them... The Shias and the Sunni Muslims really hate each other. 
Yeah. They really hate each other. And he's uh, he's a Sunni Muslim, wasn't he? And But the Shias are the majority in Iraq. In Iraq. Yeah. So they were holding, he was holding it together by being, they used to call them um, Middle East Iron Men or something. There was a word yeah. for them that the, the Americans had and they'd sort of prop them up because they were like, well, you have to have someone really fucking full Original. on to hold this shit together. And then they remove him and it all goes to shit. And that you remove P- Putin, you have to have some, sometimes the countries that need something in fucking intense. That's why no one's calling for regime change though. Well, except for Biden, who stupidly fucking said what he wasn't supposed to say, and it's caused a fuckload of problems. Because he, if America, all their people have been saying and everything, we're not looking for regime change. We just want, we just want them out of the Ukraine. And then fucking Biden's on the mic, and he goes, "We're looking for regime change." And Putin's like, "See, I told you." And then by mistake, by mistake, yeah, yeah. Did he he mean it or not? Well, they don't know. He said the other day, Biden said the other day, when, that's how we cured cancer. Did you see that one he said the other day? Regime change. No. He just <laughs> wow, said, he said, he was talking about the um, amazing achievements of, of America and the speech. And he goes, yeah, and, and people said that we weren't going to be able to cure cancer. And we cured cancer. Okay. Words to that effect. And people are going, mate, you do oh, not know where the Joe. fuck you are. Poor Joe. Poor Joe. Okay. All right. Okay. It, was mo- it was when he fell off that bike, wasn't it, really? Yeah, do you think he had a hit? Is he, is he? I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Right. Anyway. Okay. Right. Serious podcast. Uh, I know. What state yeah. we were in today. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you go and listen to the show highlights, by the way? Because that is quite a different vibe to this. Oh, we've got that um, that man that's dressing up a bear as a bear in a um, in a Chinese zoo. Yeah, and also yeah. the guy who ended up trying to marry twins, identical twins, but he can't marry the twins. Oh, yeah. And they, they're all over him, those identical twins. They absolutely love him. Anything he does to one, he has to do to the other. And Patrick Lamb. Oh yeah. yeah! Anything he does to one of those twins, he has to also do to Patrick Lamb. No, like, no, but you're mixing two stories up. Oh, there. Patrick right. Lamb didn't He's have more pies. To do He's more yeah. focused on right, and uh, not muff pie. Don't say that. No, I, I would never say thinking. that. I know no. what you're thinking. Um, so Patrick Lamb's, he's in on the show as well, talking about. Identical twins having sex with them. No, twins. he's not. And Napoleon's Willy. Oh, Napoleon's yeah, He was talking about Napoleon's Willy. We go oh. deep into Napoleon's Willy. Okay. All right. Oh, so listen to that one as well. That's a disaster. Yeah.